This podcast is brought to you by the Wharton Global Youth Program. Hello, and welcome to Future of the Business World, the podcast featuring teenage entrepreneurs from around the world. I'm Diana Drake, Managing Editor of the Wharton Global Youth Program at the Wharton School, University of Pennsylvania. One of the best ways we introduce high school students to business and finance education at Wharton Global Youth is through on-campus, online, and on-site programs. These experiences give us the opportunity to meet students, as well as draw on the Wharton School community to explore challenging and emerging business concepts and industries. Today's guests are a great intersection of these purposes. They learned with us on Wharton's Philadelphia campus, so we got to meet them in person, and They are innovators in the emerging crypto industry with a business that harnesses the power of blockchain. Vincenzo Francia, a senior from the British School of Milan, who attended our Essentials of Finance program, and Daniel DeBeer, a senior at the American School in London and one of our Leadership in the Business World students, are here to talk about their startup, Doremo. Doremo is a platform where you can buy and sell physical products on blockchain and Web3. Vincenzo and Daniel, it's great to have you on Future of the Business World. Pleasure to be here. Great to be here. This emerging world of finance gives us so much to talk about, and I'm excited to better understand your brand of e-commerce on the blockchain. You call Doremo the Amazon of crypto. Can you tell us more about that? Vincenzo, why don't we start with you? Yes, of course. So uh, we are essentially building the Amazon of crypto. And what do we mean by building the Amazon of crypto? We're creating a platform, a marketplace, which enables you to buy and sell physical products using crypto. We currently have over 60,000 products from over 200 shops and sell anything from Taylor Swift's latest album to car parts for your new car. How has the world responded to your Web3 idea? Are you successfully raising capital to grow your business? Web3 is probably one of the most liquid sectors right now in the venture capital space. I would say that our project has received very good traction for a bunch of folks, including from industry leaders such as Sequoia Capital, Y Combinator, um, and many respected business angels across the globe. Daniel, do you want to add to that? Sure. So the biggest response we've gotten is that we've seen that shops want to leverage Web3 and crypto. And how can they do that right now? Just with payment processors such as Coinbase or BitPay. But we can be so much more than that. We can provide them with these Web3-specific features such as NFT receipts. So when their users get a product, when they buy a product on our platform, they receive an NFT as the receipt and they have that ownership card. There's endless use cases. So uh, we've seen that uh, shops are responding really well to our idea because they've been wanting a Web3 specific shopping experience. And that's exactly what we are. And that's what the, the what the VCs have seen too, is we've... Uh, we just got on a call with Sequoia today, actually. So um, we've seen a lot of interest and uh, both shops and VCs think that it's a great idea. So you got on a call with Sequoia. Wow, that sounds pretty impressive. Please tell us a little bit more about what you discussed. I mean, are they going to be supporting you financially? Well, we're still in talks with them and negotiating, but... We mainly talked about the technical side. So uh, everything from uh, the currencies that we're going to be accepting, the kind of uh, the blockchain that we're going to be using and the um, 
the on-ramp and off-ramp of customers. So moving moving people from using their normal currencies to crypto and how we can effectively help users make that transition. Um, since you know our vision for the company is that everyone in a couple of years is going to be using crypto and they're not even going to be realizing it. Because um, in whatever currency they pay with, it's going to be powered by the blockchain. And that's what we discussed with Sequoia and our visions are very aligned with them. Interesting. So how did it feel, Vincenzo, to be on a call with with one of these big venture capital firms? I mean, I'd say there's great amount of pressure to that because because a call like that can change your future, can change the future of your startup. But I think as a team, we handled it responsibly and well. Um, and um, I'm, I'm happy and uh, I know that uh, my co-founders are also happy with how the call went. So on the whole, a positive start um, with a positive start with Sequoia, I'd say. Excellent. So that does bring up the fact that you two are actually from different schools, even different countries. What sparked the idea for Doremo and how did you form your partnership and your broader team? You just mentioned your co-founders. And can you help us understand what strengths you each bring to the startup? Sure. So this idea originally came from Vincenzo when he was running his sneaker resale business in Italy. And he saw that people wanted to start buying with crypto, um, but he didn't have the technical uh, perspective to go ahead with it. So he uh, and Gabriel had a mutual friend that connected them. Uh, And Gabriel is our other co-founder who lives in Boston. I knew Gabriel because he went to my school in London before moving to Boston. Um, So he's the software engineer. I'm, I was really good with hardware engineering. That's why we got along so well. Um, so while he was writing code, I was building computers. And that's kind of when... Uh, so when uh, Vincenzo called up Gabriel, he, uh, as he got me into the project too. And that's where the idea was sparked where when... We realized why limit ourselves to sneakers? Why not just create an entire marketplace for this? Why not bring Web3 to every single industry instead of just luxury items or sneakers? And since then, we've been building Dorama. And do you have an actual prototype built? I mean, is it is it actually functioning as a business? I know I've seen your pitch deck and that you are talking to VC firms. I'm just wondering how far along the idea has evolved. We have an MVP launched currently, uh, which enables you to buy and sell physical goods using crypto. It's very simple to buy. You just go on a product and you can buy anything you want on our website. Currently, not all Web3 implemented features are ready. We're planning on launching them later this year, as well as our new revamp of our site, which is going to bring many added functionalities and as well as a much more seamless and minimalistic design to make user experience the best possible. I think Amazon for crypto sounds like an idea that others might jump on board with or you know might be creating something very similar. I'm curious how crowded the market is. There are competitors that are trying to bring crypto to marketplaces, but they don't have the same perspective as us, which we originally started competing with these people. So, for example, Coinbase or BitPay, they let people pay with crypto on Amazon or eBay. 
So our marketplace wasn't able to compete with BitPay or Coinbase since they were just able to integrate flawlessly with current, you know, giant marketplaces. So we changed our business model to integrate more of these uh, features that Amazon or eBay can't use, such as the NFT receipts or um, redeemables, things like that. So now we are seeing the the market get crowded by more and more people wanting to bring crypto to products. But what we want to do is we don't want to bring crypto as a product. We want to bring Web3 and blockchain. So th- there's a difference between companies that want to use cryptocurrencies. So, for example, Bitcoin and Ethereum and us that want to use blockchain. So, for example, Polygon, which is a chain which can be used to transact any kind of cryptocurrency. We believe in the technology behind it rather than Bitcoin and Ethereum. So when these big cryptocurrencies fall, we won't necessarily be as impacted since we are invested in the technology behind it. Okay. And I want to maybe break down a little bit of of the language of business here and understand for some of us newbies, things like um, NFT receipts. Now, I know you mentioned this before, but can you just explain it in a little bit more detail? What is that exactly? So NFT receipts are the future of your conventional receipt that you get after you buy something at the supermarket. We're essentially removing that physical piece of paper with no actual value and giving it value and putting it under a form of a smart contract. We're essentially putting the transaction on the blockchain allowing you to allowing it to always be there and removing risk of potential fraud. Excellent. That that helps explain it. Thank you. I hear you talking about this and I know you said that you feel like this is truly going to be the future of finance when we're talking about blockchain and cryptocurrency and this whole infrastructure that's really emerging right now. I'm just wondering are we advancing toward broader acceptance of business on the blockchain? How would you respond to the skeptics out there, or even people who are just fearful or intimidated uh, by the development of an entirely new financial system. I think that it's very reasonable to be skeptical of cryptocurrency and, and blockchain. But in the end, we do believe it's inevitable that our entire world is going to be shifting to the chain. Our banking system is highly flawed. There are so many inefficiencies and transaction fees, hidden fees that they don't even tell you about, that it's not even their fault. They're necessary for these banks to run. So with blockchains such as Polygon, there are no transaction fees when we transport Ethereum, for example, from one wallet to another, which we cannot say for uh, bank transfers. So there's always fees and there's always inefficiencies. So when businesses and more shops start realizing that with blockchain, we can save time and money, they are going to naturally want to move to blockchain in whatever way, shape, or form. So we are positioning ourselves very well right now as as this new technology is emerging for us to be the, the shopping experience. When a, when a company is going to want to sell with uh, on the, the chain, they're going to look to us because we're going to have the technology ready for them. And that's 
in the position that we that we're going for. And I hear this vision. I I see this vision clearly. When when will this be a reality for you? To be frank, we don't know, but we are estimating two years. Within two years, we're going to see an explosion. Everyone is going to be using the blockchain. And Doremo. And Doremo, yes. And related to that, Vincenzo, how will you measure success with your startup? That is a very difficult question to answer.、Uh, but the amounts, I'd say, there's two big factors which which allow me to measure success: the amount of users which are happy with our product and、uh, To which we provided、um, advantages to their everyday transactions, and to the amount of people we we're able to help with the demo. I want to pivot a little bit to talk about your experiences learning with the Wharton Global Youth Program. You both had unique experiences with us in our Essentials of Finance and Leadership in the Business World programs. When you're so passionate about a startup and you have that entrepreneurial energy. How how it fits into the experience. So how did Doremo、uh, factor into your learning experiences、um, with us two and three weeks this summer? Did you share your startup with your classmates and, and instructors? And、um, was there curiosity about what what you're trying to build? I would say that whenever we are learning, we think about how we can apply the knowledge we're learning to our startup and how we can make it better. And how we can scale it further. So, in my case, the Essentials of Finance course had a wide range of different topics, including、uh, some elements of entrepreneurship and scaling companies, balance sheets,、uh, and much more. And I'd say that every time, every topic, every lecture, I was thinking, how can I apply this to my personal use case in Doremo, and what can we do better to optimize? Our company and scale further. And in my case, in the leadership of the business world program, the most applicable field that we learned about was operations, not specifically for Doremo, but for the shops we're going to be powering. It was very useful to learn how they run their operations and how we can fit into those operations. So when they have in in the supply chain, if we want to have these NFT redeemables. Where you know you trade around an NFT, and at any point you can cash in that NFT. That means that the shop has to have inventory, which will increase their inventory costs. So that's just something to think about for us:、um, is handling the shop operations and also learning from the peers around me. There were and countless other startups、um, within my program, and、uh, learning from them and inspiring others. So one of the questions I like to ask all our guests on Future of the Business World is: If you could change one thing in the world, what would it be? I guess going along with the theme of our youth and entrepreneurship, one big trend that I see within our schools is I see these brilliant minds who are hungry for whatever they can get their hands on, and they dedicate their drive and passion towards. These arbitrary goals that we as a society have set upon ourselves. So, for example, just putting their entire effort into getting into a specific college, or to、uh, create a、uh, an organization that they're going to drop off as soon as they you know leave high school, 
And I think that something that should be instilled in all of us in our education is using our power and our drive for something good and something that's actually going to make change. And I don't think we have to start that in college or after we graduate college. I think we can start that from the day we were born in doing what we want, doing what we are passionate about and making sure that it is it has a good impact on others. Vincenzo? Whereas on my end, I'd like to, a change that I'd like to see in the world is similar to Daniel's in the world of education. I'd like to see fairer possibilities for everyone across the globe into succeeding in life. I mean, there's smart minds, smart people all across the globe. And very often, depending on your geographical location, uh, you might have disadvantages um, in comparison to other people. And I think that bridging that gap uh, in the years to come is incredibly important uh, for the next generation of people our age. Okay, guys, let's wrap up with our lightning round. We'll have a little fun with these questions. Daniel, why don't you go first? Daniel, the last thing you bought with crypto. It was a board game. Vincenzo, an NFT you wish you had. World of Women NFT. If not crypto, your new startup would be in what industry? Daniel. Metabolics. Vincenzo, same question. Either environmental sustainability or fintech. Daniel, what is the next thing you're excited to learn that you don't yet understand? Consumer psychology. Vincenzo, something about you that would surprise us. My hair doesn't get wet in a pool. All right, Daniel, you are the new host of a business-themed talk show. Who is your first guest and why? I'd have on Peter Thiel, which was the founder of PayPal and Palantir, because he started his journey in entrepreneurship very young. He has a very good perspective, and he wants to inspire the next generation of entrepreneurs. Vincenzo, same question. Who is your first guest and why? Mr. Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs has always been an inspiration to me. And when I was younger, the dream was to be Apple CEO. Steve Jobs has always been an inspirational, motivational driver for me. Great. Listen, thank you both for joining us today on Future of the Business World. And I wish you luck with your startup. It was a pleasure. Thank you for your time. Thank you. Discover more opportunities for high school students and educators at globalyouth.wharton.upenn.edu.